Hello and welcome to another episode of the Oriwe podcast, the podcast that tells African stories. I'm Ceci. And I'm Halima. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Calabar goddess, Anansa. And we have Marianne, who's here to talk to us about it. So hi, Marianne. How are you? Hi, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Marianne, like your name, where you're from, stuff like that. Okay, my name is Mary Ann Joseph. Um, I'm from Cross River State, the central part, precisely. But I reside in Calva. I've been here for a while. Okay. So my interest, I say, um, I love I love to read a lot. Like I read a whole lot, and I'm hoping that someday I could, you know, write my own book. Uh, going to Nollywood, kind of stuff like that. Oh, I love meeting, yeah. I love meeting people. Nice. What sort of books are you interested in reading, or do you like reading? Uh, I think more of adventure, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And when you say you want to go to like Nollywood, do you mean as an actress or a scriptwriter or a director? Like, what as an it? actress and a director. Oh, that's so cool. That's really cool. Very cool. About like writing your own book. Is it like adventure books or fantasy books? What kind of book? Well, I'd say adventure and a little bit of romance. Yeah. Cool. Good luck. I hope you get there. Yeah. And why do you like adventure? I'm just curious. Like, why adventure? Why do you like reading adventure books? Why do you want to write an adventure book? Uh, well, let's say because when I read adventure books, like it's really intriguing, you know, really thrilling. And I just feel like I can relate with the book. Like I feel like I'm there with it, like happening. So uh, it intrigues me. So I really like it. Oh, that's so cool. So whenever you publish your book, just let us know. I'll be one of the first. Yes, please. Reading. I love adventure books as well. Oh, that's my favorite way to get adrenaline is by reading instead of experiencing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about the goddess Anansa. Anansa, sorry. Okay. No, Anan- Anansa. Anansa. Oh god, we're already butchering her name. Just go ahead, Marianne. Okay. Um Anansa is a goddess. She's a beauty goddess, and she's also fearful. She's a fearful goddess, but she's a beauty goddess. And when I say fearful, she's not always fearful. Like something has to happen to make her, you know, for you to be able to see the other side of Ananta. She's peaceful. She's intriguing. And she's a great dancer. She's also known as the goddess of rain. Um, Ananta is a deity. She's like one of the most fearful deity of the ethnic people located in Calabar, first year state. Um, she was located in the other side of town in a ticket initially called Iyonde back, back, far back then, but it's currently called Anantiga Beach. It was Iyonde then, but currently called Anantiga Beach. Well, she's believed to be a goddess of beauty and known to possess young girls. 
And when she's when she possesses these young girls, they become real good dancers. She's actually the founder of the Ekombi dance. There's something the Kaba people call the Ekombi dance. It's the dance of the ocean. You know, when the ocean moves in its rhythm, that's what Ekombi dance is all about. So you just the way the ocean swings its body due to waves. That's a combinance, and it's really beautiful to watch. So when the um, the goddess possesses whoever, like a young girl, it makes her dream of nothing else but the sea and the famous a combinance. And when you're possessed by an answer to dance a combinance, whether you know how to dance it or not, as long as you've been possessed by an answer, you're going to dance it beautifully, like to perfection. Because she's using your body as a masterpiece, yeah. So, um, and when and when the girl is possessed to dance, she attracts any man that is around. Like she doesn't need to dress seductively. She doesn't need to try so hard. As long as she's being possessed by Ananta to dance a comedy dance, she can get any man she wants. But then, Ananta then was believed to reside where the Nigerian Navy we have today, where they were initially back then. The Navy were there, but due to the deity and not being able to understand an answer, there were lots of ships sinking and losing lives and properties. So they had to relocate from where they were initially back down to where they are currently now. So, well, she's not that bad. She's only dreadful, like she's dreadfully insane when she gets rejected. But when she's accepted, it is believed that, you know, she blesses whoever she comes in contact with. Like she's a spouse to all. It's believed that Ananta is a spouse to all, all men, like all men. Uh, it's really an intriguing story, actually. She's, and another thing, she's known as the goddess of rain. You know, most times when there's a really heavy downpour in Calabar, it's believed that Ananta is really upset or she's angered about something and then the, the downpour just comes over and over again. And we still experience that downpour up until now because most times we get downpour for like three days straight. It doesn't stop. There is no sunlight. It's just straight rain. And it's believed that most of the time when it happens like that, an answer is the reason for it because probably she has been triggered by something or someone. So she gets to just bring her anger out via the heavy downpour of rain. And mostly these data is actually from the Calabar South, like the southern parts of Calabar. And that's Calabar South, mostly Bayside. It's called the Bayside, the Bayside Beach. You can call it the Bayside Beach, but it's mostly located in Calabar South. Um, the first thing I'm curious about, Marianne, you said she's not dreadful, but when she's mad, she like goes, she starts like 
I don't know. She causes this heavy downpour, and she's not yeah. dreadful. And then yeah. you said she's um, a spouse to every man, and she's not dreadful. And when she's rejected by someone, she goes like she becomes really mad, and she's not dreadful. Um, she's not dreadful. Are you sure she's not a dreadful goddess? <laughs> That's my first question. Okay. Um, when I say okay, you said yeah, I said she's dreadful. Well, the dread part is that. She causes rain, that she causes heavy downpour, but she does not harm anyone. You get, she doesn't harm anyone. It's just the rain. You know, you have plants and you can't go out due to heavy rain. So <laughs> that's just, that's just it. She doesn't harm anyone. She doesn't hurt anyone. She just bring her anger out via the rain, the whole downpour thing. I think it makes sense when you say she's not dreadful, but like she's capable of being dreadful. So basically like any god in any pantheon, you know, any god or goddess, they are capable of great anger and great actions, right? But then yeah. they don't do it unless they're provoked. Yes. Or at least, at least, you know, some of them, some of them are just horrible, like, you know, the pantheons <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, um, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to ask, so do, are you aware of any, like, you know, whether she actually has any worshippers and what is it that they do to kind of appease her? Okay. Yeah, she does. She does have worshippers and they're like some, um, how do I put it? They have these occasions where they come out and dance where they are, their chiefs that actually keep to her doctrines like people who really understand and studies her and tell you okay this is what we have to do and what we don't have to do so we don't provoke rain so they have like um a particular time where they they're like there's a celebration of dance you know to just come out dance there can be dance just appreciate her like appreciate her and stuff like that so yeah they are worshippers because those are the people who come out and tell you okay this is when we have to do this celebration this is when we don't have to do the celebration and stuff like that so yeah oh okay that's that's really cool um the question i wanted to ask is do you know the physical form that um ananta takes because on google apparently she's a mermaid like half human half fish is that just a myth or is that like actual facts okay um yes she's actually her form is actually that of a mermaid but it is believed that when she wants to come out she takes form of a human you know she takes form of a human to come out and just do her thing but yes she's actually a mermaid oh okay that's cool have you heard of um the goddess yemoja kind of rings a bell but I feel like she's the Yoruba version of Ananza. What do you think on Stessie? I definitely agree. Very similar. Both water goddesses, um, both kind of associated with the image of mermaids. Um, yeah, I think that there are a lot of similarities. I, I never considered that before. That's very interesting. Okay. That's really nice. I'm just curious. Do you think she's like a mythological figure or do you think she's actually real? Like, is she what do you think? <laughs> I think she's real. She's 
very real, like hundred percent real. Why do you say that? Like, is there like any evidence, or why do you think she's real? Okay, I think I've been to an event once. It was actually a coronation of a friend's dad. So, um, these girls came out, and the worshippers were there, and they picked one person, and they were like, "Okay, this person has actually been chosen by Ananda to perform." The girl was stunned because she was like, "What are these people saying?" Because she she's not a dancer and stuff. But she just came out, and they were like, "Okay." Play, play, play the drum, the combi drum. And they played it. And to everyone's surprise, she danced everything. Like she danced accordingly to their combi dance. She was amazing. And while she was dancing, the chiefs had to come up with mirrors because that's it's believed that when she danced, they have to be mirrors around her where she danced and she watched herself. She like do a lot of things, but in the process of doing all of that dance, she tend to always watch herself. So they came out with the mirror and she was dancing and twisting to the whole economy thing. And it was shocking for everybody. And it's also believed that only fortified cameras could capture that moment. Because funny enough, everyone who tried to capture that moment could not capture that moment. You could probably be taking out your phone to do one or two things, but at the end of it, you just can't find the video. So I think to me, that's enough evidence. Oh, wow. That's really, that's cool. That's that's very, very interesting. I always like hearing when people have kind of like a personal perspective Mm -hmm. or personal experience with mythology, because I always say that every myth is rooted in truth, you know, in some way so when you speak about fortified cameras because Halima and I were actually talking about this before before we started recording this episode what do you think is the process of fortification like does somebody have to come and like chant or is you know what what do they do to fortify those cameras basically okay I think um mostly you just go to those chiefs those set of worshippers that you know basically everything concerning Ananda, you just go and tell them, okay, I would like to probably just tell them it's for research or something. And you have to make them believe that it's not for something dreadful or harmful or stuff. You just want to probably for research, you just want to know just for the knowledge of it. And I think they just tend to do one or two, um, how should I put it? Um, one or two libations, something like that, to just make her know that, okay, fine, we're giving our permission for this set of people to be able to see what we are doing here and probably have a future reference or understanding of it. So I think that's basically what they do. Well, that's, that's really cool. That's deeply insightful. So are there any, like, monuments to Ananda or any like you know traditional sites basically that are heavily associated with her so you can go you know somewhere in Calabar now maybe a temple or I don't know anything like that yeah I think yes yes actually at the bayside part of Calabar that's the Calabar South they are they, they, they are and then we also have like images I think we have an image around stadium of the Ekombi 
one of their combi girls and she's actually clothed with the outfit from head to toe. Yes, I think we, we have that by the stadium. And then once, once you get to Bayside also, there's actually a statue of her. And definitely there's a temple. Like there's a temple where those um, worshippers of Ananta meet and discuss their matters. Definitely there is Bayside Calabar South. Yeah. Okay. So is Anans is Anansa Anansa, my pronunciation is she related to the Kalabasa festival in any way? Like does she influence the celebration? Because the, the carnival is about dancing, right? So what's what's her influence there? I think her influence is the dance because without Anansa, there wouldn't be a combi dance, and Kalaba is mainly known for a combi dance. Let's keep other dances aside. It's popular for the Ekombi dance because it's like the only dance that the ethnic people know how to do. And it was influenced by Anansa. So definitely, definitely she does. Okay. I have one last quick question, Marianne. Um, so why do you think we should tell the story of Anansa? Like, why is it important that we tell this story and we remember that there's a goddess, a Calabar goddess named Anansa? Um, well, I'd say because um, no knowledge is wasted. And besides, Nigeria is known for its diversity in a whole of things, like culture for one is what Nigerians are known for. So it wouldn't hurt to know about other cultures. And me, for one, I would really love to know about other people's culture. So knowing about Anansa, the Kaaba, Efik, Goddess, it's actually a beautiful thing he asked me as a plus one to know about our culture so i think there's no harm in knowing about her his knowledge to me mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you and do you think like with the rise of christianity in like calabar and stuff anansa has like her story has been maybe reduced or she's been ignored or do you think that matters um, well, I think it would have been, but for the dance, <laughs> cannot just do without the dance. So I think the dance has actually kept Ananta name alive and then gave it down for two as well. Got it. So yes, back to um, where I was. Do you have any last words for our listeners or would you like them to maybe get in touch with you to speak further about the topic on your Instagram, they should follow you or Twitter or any other platform. <laughs> okay, but I, I'm actually not like a social media, social media kind of person. But then I'm going to drop my Instagram handle. Uh, well, they can actually follow me to talk about it and stuff. I'll feel very honored to um, to talk about it to share and probably share more knowledge so it's fine i really have i had a great time doing this with you all i really really enjoyed myself thank you very much for having me thanks for coming okay so what's your instagram handle Uh, i think it's just edel e-d-e-l e-e-l yes so thanks everyone for listening Thank you. Uh, thank you, Marianne, for coming on this episode. 
So guys, Thank make sure you, so you follow Orire and make sure you follow Marianne on Instagram. Marianne's Instagram handle is E-D-E-L, Edel. And Orire's Instagram handle is Orire underscore Africa. That's O-R-I-I-R-E underscore Africa. We're also on Twitter and go on our website, orire.com, because there's so much information on there. So many articles about African mythology, history, and food. And you can also start a conversation yourself if you have something you want to tell us about or if you want to talk a little bit more about this topic finally you should also contact us on our website if you want to come on this podcast to talk about any topic related to african mythology african history and african food we would love to have you and we really enjoy having these conversations um Marianne was buying ethic i was just googling it but i do i didn't find any answer according to google Goodbye is T.S. Sunkadi. T.S. Hmm? I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> okay. But apparently, welcome is a maidy. So I think that's good. That works. A maidy. That's not okay. Okay. A maidy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 Bye.